Welcome to the Dream It Real Igniting Your Inner Coach podcast, where we're all about reconnecting you with your inner power. I am your host, Melissa Lynn Sharp. All the answers that you could ever want are inside of you. This is not about positivity, it's about presence. That's where your power lies. All right, let's check and see if my mic is plugged in. Yeah, yeah, we're good to go. I'm not having a repeat of last episode. I do apologize for the bad uh, audio quality. I didn't plug my mic in and it ran through the laptop speakers. So that's why it was so horribly tinny and inconsistent. So my apologies for that. I'm still learning. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast, guys. It's Christmas. I'm so excited. I really love this time of year. And let's be honest, like I I really love the food. And that's what I want to talk about going into the holidays because it is a very significant aspect of Christmas for a lot of people. And there's a lot of emotions wrapped up in that. So I wanted to give you just a few really simple mindset shifting tips that can help you get through and take some of that pressure off yourself if that's what you're feeling. I'm going to keep it really short and sweet today just because we are two days out and I know everyone is busy, myself included, so I don't want to bog you down with a half hour long podcast. I'm just going to make this cut and dry and to the point, but very actionable. All of this information I'm giving you today is what I coach my clients with. And just like a lot of other things, it's really simple, really easy to learn, but it takes a long time to master these. So Really, it's just a matter of practice. Practice. It's a matter of riding that roller coaster. You're going to dial it in sometimes and you're going to feel you're going to completely forget about it sometimes, let's be honest. So don't expect perfection from yourself. This is just meant to help a little bit. And if you make it a lifelong practice, then it's just going to become part of your journey. And that's, I think, what it should be. The first tip, and you might laugh because it's so simple, is to eat slowly. And yes, that's it. Eating slowly not only allows you to be more present with your food and with the process of eating and enjoying your meal and enjoying the company of those around you, but it also helps to settle your whole body down. When we're eating in a stressed environment or we have a lot going on in our minds, we feel rushed, there's chaos all around us, or there's just to-do lists building up and we don't feel like we have enough time to actually sit down and enjoy our meals properly, when we're in that mental state, you're actually invoking the sympathetic nervous system, which means fight or flight. You may have heard that reference before. A lot of people talk about flight or flight versus rest and digest. What you want to do is switch over to the rest and digest because when we're in fight or flight, our body's energy this and the signals that we're giving our body It's not sending energy to our digestive tract. We're not going to be running from danger and digesting things at the same time, right? Our body's resources have to be allocated elsewhere. So when we're stressed about Christmas shopping and we're stressed about work and a little bit sleep deprived maybe, and we're trying to fit so much into our days, that brings on the same body response as like a danger threat, So you're going to be in that fight or flight state. And when, therefore, when you're eating, when you're stressed, you're not going to be digesting or at least not as well. 
So eating slowly can actually help you switch over to the rest and digest, which is the parasympathetic nervous system. So you'll slow your heart rate, relax your whole body, increase your digestion, your intestinal activity, and bring all your body's signals together so they're functioning properly. And really when it comes down to it, we want to enjoy the food that we're eating. We want to enjoy our meals. We want to experience them. We might as well. They taste great. So we might as well be present for them. And eating slowly really does help with that. It increases your experience and your enjoyment. I have a few tips that I commonly give my clients to help them with eating slow. It can be a hard habit, actually. A lot of people struggle with this. And if you're one of them, I would recommend placing your cutlery down between bites. That can really, really help. So it disrupts that pattern of just constantly putting bite after bite in your mouth. You want to disrupt that that stress eating and that rushing pattern. And that will do that. So place your cutlery down between bites. Another thing you can do is count the times that you chew each bite of food. So you take a bite of, say, hamburger. Chew it 10 times before you swallow it. Do the same with the next bite. Choose whatever number of bites works for you. But this can also really help slow you down. And again, bring your mental awareness to the food that you're eating and the task at hand. And that will in turn bring it off the stress that's happening in your mind. If you're really having a challenging time with this habit, then you can set a timer. There's nothing wrong with that. It might sound a little bit cheesy, but it's not. It really works. If you sit down and start a meal, make it a challenge for yourself to make that meal last 15 minutes. Keep an eye on the timer. Drag it out. If you normally eat dinner in two and a half minutes, it's going to be a big change. Again, pick a number that works for you. Pick a time that works for you. And another thing is to really focus on and enjoy the company of those around you if you're not eating alone. Enjoy the conversation. Enjoy the experience of sharing a meal with those people because it is more than, it's about more than just the food. It's about sharing that experience, just like every other part of life. It's, it's about experiencing it as opposed to just getting through it or getting by. And again, you won't have mastered this, but you're going to have times where it goes really well and times where it's in the back of your mind and you, it might slow you down a little bit. You don't have to be perfect to see improvement and that's what counts. Once you've practiced eating slowly and you're starting to feel a little bit more comfortable with that concept, one thing you can focus on is to eat to about 80% full. And again, that's not an exact number. We don't have to say 80%. You can't go to 81. You can't go to 82 for sure. No, it's not like that. What we're going for is a feeling. It's more like placing an image in your head of where it's safe to stop eating. And this is for people that chronically overeat or have lost their hunger and fullness cues completely, which is actually, it's very common. So if that's you, please don't feel bad. It's, it's very normal. And if eating slow is challenging for a lot of people, even more struggle with the 80% full because we're in a sense taught to overconsume as opposed to reading our bodies. And we in turn become very disconnected from the way our bodies feel and, and the messages that it's trying to give us. And we just blindly go. But what I'd love to do is teach you how to read that again, teach you how to reconnect with your body so you understand what it's telling you and that it's not a bad thing. Feedback is great. You can listen to it and it can guide you where you should be going. And overeating, if it is something that you've struggled with, it does stress the body and it also stresses the mind. 
it's hard feeling the way that you feel when you've eaten too much. Maybe you've eaten to 100%, maybe 110, <laughs> which is kind of typical, I think, for Christmas and Thanksgiving and times like that. You know, just think of drinking too much. Think of the hangover the next day. It's stressful. Feeling good, on the other hand, is lack of stress. And it, as you practice eating slowly, that will definitely help you with your hunger cues as well. So these two go hand in hand. As you practice one, the other will come and just keep your hunger cues in mind as you practice eating slowly. Now, one thing that's really important is if you start to feel like maybe you're getting full and that usually means staying a tiny, tiny bit hungry because it takes a while for those hunger cues or the fullness cues, sorry, to kick in. Say you've eaten three quarters of your hamburger and you're starting to feel around 50% full. If you wait 15 minutes, that could bring you up to 80 because you're still swallowing, you're still digesting, your food is making its way down to your stomach, and the sensors in there have to initiate the hormones which get their message back up to your brain, and then for you to be consciously become consciously aware of the fact that you're actually becoming full, that takes time. So play around with this one. It does take a lot of experimentation, and that's where... You can give yourself time, give yourself leeway and compassion. It's all good. In playing around with it, I want you to stop at a certain point and then wait for 15 minutes. Now, you might stop at what you think is 80% full and you wait 15 minutes and you might still be hungry and that's awesome. Have a little bit more and then wait another 15 minutes. That gives your body a chance to tell you what's happening in there. It gives it a chance to give you that feedback that you need whether or not you're full or hungry or kind of somewhere in between. And that's why it takes practice. It takes practice reading what this means because it's going to change. It's going to change with the amount that you work out, of the amount of physical activity that you have every day. It's going to change with your stress. It's going to change with how much sleep you've had. Every body is different. So really it's about learning yours as opposed to learning what is right for everyone because there is no right for everyone. That's what we're starting to see more and more and more. And what I like to suggest is asking your tummy and not your mind. If you think that you want food, quite often if you ask your tummy what it wants, it's going to be different from what your mind wants. If you want a piece of cake and you think that you're hungry, that doesn't always translate into hunger. That's not always your tummy telling you, hey, I'm actually legitimately hungry right now. It's more of a mental craving, and that can come from emotions, that can come from just old, really ingrained habits that we carry around with us. That can come from like a certain type time of day. Uh, you can get sugar cravings at a certain time of day. I know I'm bad for the three o'clock one. <laughs> or things in our environment provoke us into feel into thinking that we're hungry where we're not even like that happens so subconsciously that we're not even aware of it and I don't know if I've mentioned this in a, a previous podcast but if you walk in if you come home from somewhere and you walk in through your kitchen door you're a certain percentage more likely and I don't remember what that percentage is but you're more likely to eat regardless of being hungry than if you were to come home and enter through your front door or a different door than the kitchen. That's crazy. That's completely subconscious. And that is how our environment really helps to shape our habits and our mentality and how we live our day-to-day -day consistently. And something to help you wrap your mind around this 80% full thing, just to help you stay out of a mentality of lack, always know that there's going to be more food. 
You can have one cookie. You don't need to have all the cookies. Just because you're eating to 80% now doesn't mean that you can't snack later. That's something I recommend too, is eating smaller meals more frequently and snack more frequently. You don't have to bombard your body with all this stuff all at once that it can't really handle because that's stressful as well. So always know that there's always going to be a chance to eat. We don't have to feel lack around that anymore. So if you stop at 80% full, and sometimes you're going to stop sooner than that, sometimes you're going to stop around 60, then it's okay. You can always eat again later. You're safe. It's fine. And the last thing I want to talk about, which is especially important, I think, at this time of year, is shifting out of the all or nothing mentality. It's not about New Year's resolutions. It's not about starting tomorrow or having a better day tomorrow. Every decision that you make in every moment counts. You don't have to throw your self-awareness and your discipline and any regard for your health out the window because it's the holidays, because New Year's is coming and you're going to start then. You don't have to do that. Every decision that you make is a reflection of where you're at mentally right now. So if you practice staying aware of yourself and you practice remembering how you want to feel and where you want to be and what's really important to you, then you're going to bring awareness to that. And if you keep that in the back of your mind, you're going to make more aware decisions. Just because you had one piece of cake doesn't mean you have to have two. It doesn't mean that you have to throw away the rest of the day. If you wake up first thing in the morning and you have one piece of junk food before you have breakfast, because it tastes good with coffee, (laughs) if you do that, you have not written off the day. You absolutely have not. So I really want to help you focus on shifting your awareness away from the black or white, all or nothing mindset and realize that every single moment can be one that moves you towards your goals or away from them. And I'm not saying don't enjoy what's around you. I'm absolutely saying go ahead, enjoy it. That's this is we're here to experience this. And I don't want to take that away from you. What I'm talking about is finding that balance between pure enjoyment and appreciation for the moment and gratitude in what you are experiencing and what's around you. I want to help you find that fine line between that and feeling guilty and beating yourself up because maybe you've overindulged or made imperfect decisions. That's what I want to help you find because Because we should be focusing on enjoyment. We should be focusing on what makes us grateful and what enriches our lives. So did you wake up one morning, roll out of bed and have a shortbread cookie with your coffee? Then so what? Have a healthy breakfast. Have a healthy lunch. And don't have those things just because you feel guilty about having the cookie in the first place. It's about balance. We need to find that balance if anything we're going to do is sustainable. And this is the time of year when that becomes the most blatantly obvious because it becomes very unbalanced for a lot of us. So yeah, go enjoy all the things and do what works for you. Honor your mind and honor your body. Maybe eat less, experience more. Focus on the moment, each moment as it happens. If someone offers you a piece of cake and all you honestly want to stay true to yourself is half of that piece, that is totally, totally fine. It's okay to stop with half a piece of cake. And it doesn't matter if people look at you funny, if people ridicule you, because some people will. They don't understand. And just because you're working on yourself and you're improving yourself and you're building your own self-awareness 
that's not for them to judge. This is your journey and your journey only. And if you eat that whole piece of cake and feel bad about it after, they're not going to be around for that. So just just own every single decision that you make. Hopefully you'll feel good about it. But even if you don't, again, it's that learning curve. We all overeat sometimes. We all have a lot of junk food sometimes. We all get a hangover sometimes. Sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes we learn from it. And that's really all it is. I promise to keep it short and sweet. I have no idea how long that was, <laughs> but I'm going to leave you with that. And I really hope that it even helps a little bit going through the holidays just to take some of that pressure off yourself and to enjoy the holidays more. Stay present. Stay true to yourself. Enjoy what's around you. Merry Christmas.